Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Dungeon Masters Dojo Podcast. This is a show for game masters and players alike. We hope to bring you tips and tricks to elevate your game and develop the art of dungeon mastery. I'm your host, Louis Aponte, and these are your Dungeon Masters, Scott Labby and Bill Robotile. Let's head to the dojo and see what they have in store for us today. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? We're doing pretty good today. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Today we're gonna do something a little different for our short content. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna step into a box we haven't touched yet. Yeah, we're gonna weigh in on the uh, TSR versus Wizards of the Coast lawsuit. Like anybody really cares what our opinion is. Well, that's the good part. We can give it, and it doesn't matter. We're not going to offend anybody because I don't think anyone's really listening anyways. We do this just to keep our wives pissed off. Yep. Oh, that's just me. And me. Okay, there you go. Scott's not married. Uh, This time, at the moment. He's working on it. Presently. Um, Two more months. I I don't know about that. (laughs) Um. Hey, before we do this, Scott, could you give things some way? Could you just give things away? Yeah, I would love to Are you willing to give, to give things away? I'm trying so hard, Bill, to give a stack of awesome RPG stuff away to one lucky listener in the U.S. Could you possibly take a moment and go into more detail? I'll take several moments if you let me. In celebration of one year of podcasting, we are holding a giveaway of epic proportions. Everything you need to get started running games. Four dice trays, 12 complete sets of dice, four Crown Royal bags, the D&D Essentials Kit, the D&D Starter Kit, Horde of the Dragon Queen D&D Adventure, the Young Adventurers Collection, Nerdarchies, Out of the Box Encounters, Brass and Steel Steampunk Tabletop RPG, OSR Greats, The Rad Hack, Into the Odd, and White Box Fantastic Medieval Adventure Game. But that's not all. The Curse of Strahd Revamped is included as well. This complete list goes to one lucky winner in the U.S. We realize we may have asked a lot of you initially, so here's the new and improved way to enter the epic giveaway. Simply go to thedungeonmastersdojo.com, our home on the web, and send us a message you will automatically be entered into the giveaway for a chance to win. After we receive 500 messages, we will draw one lucky winner. We'll see you next time in the dojo. I think that says it all. Um, Yeah, I, I got nothing yeah. else to add to I that. I got nothing either. Yeah, we're, we're good. All right. Good job. Good job. Pat on the back. Yay, me. All right. Now to the brass tacks. Yeah. uh, TSR is suing Wizards of the Coast. TSR being the most recent incarnation of TSR under Justin Lanasa. Ernie Gygax has something to do with it. I I don't know what what Ernie's role is there. I'm not too sure what TSR is doing. They used to be the the ones that created Dungeons and Dragons back a bajillion years ago. Yeah. It seemed when they first came out in this newest incarnation, it seemed like they were going to make games, which would make sense because that's what TSR did. Right. That's what everyone expected. And they opened up a museum, the Dungeon Hobby Shop, 
which I haven't been. I certainly would would like to go and explore that. And and now they're now they're suing Wizards of the Coast for um, their their statement regarding legacy content being that that old content that came out when when we were kids and we were, we were playing the game. That statement says um, we wizards recognize that some of the legacy content available on this website does not reflect the values of the Dungeons and Dragons franchise today. Some older content may reflect ethnic, racial, and gender prejudice that were commonplace in American society at that time. These depictions were wrong then and are wrong today. This content is presented as it was originally created because to do otherwise would be the same as claiming these prejudices never existed. Dungeons and Dragons teaches that diversity is a strength, and we strive to make our D&D products as welcoming and inclusive as possible. This part of our work will never end. I, I don't see anything wrong with what, what they've said. Neither do I. Regarding the legacy no. products. Everything, in, now this is just my opinion, um, and we all know what opinions are like. <laughs> the... It doesn't reflect the values of Dungeons and Dragons franchise today. Okay, that's a fair statement. You know, they've yep. been working really hard to be more inclusive, even yes. though I I I thought D and D was already like a pretty inclusive game. After we had had the cast from Roll Gay Roleplay on, they you know they disagreed with that, which is yep. which is which is fine uh, to do so. And I think it was Jonathan. Was it Jonathan who mentioned Jonathan put up a pretty compelling argument and he didn't necessarily come out and say I was wrong but um after hearing hearing Jonathan's take on it I was like you know what maybe it wasn't as inclusive as I thought you know or maybe my my idea of inclusivity was one from a you know 1980s perspective or maybe yeah. it was something just personally that we've you know we've kind of promoted at our own gaming table we've never turned anybody away you know, some people were not good fits, but if someone wanted to come and play with us, we're always like, yeah, come and play, come hang out, you know? Yep. We hope you like hanging out with us. So I will say, you know, my eyes were kind of kind of opened up a little bit um, by that. Uh, some older content may reflect ethnic, racial, and gender prejudice that were commonplace in American society at that time. Yeah. Uh, growing up during that time period. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was alive and well. I mean, to some extent, right. it's alive and well today. I think a lot of it has to do with, well, the same stuff that promoted it back then is still alive and well in many, many areas today. True. The younger, the younger generation is, is pretty intolerant to that stuff, as pretty much any individual should be. I think time is what's necessary. People want immediate change, and it's not going to happen because people aren't gonna, you're not going to change people's minds that have been ingrained for years or decades thinking the same way. And as yeah. the younger people start turning over, saying, realize, hey, this this is wrong and we don't want to do this, eventually the old people will die off and it will no longer be the predominant way of thinking. It, it, it'll, it'll fade away. And I think that's just a matter of time. Yeah. And, and then they go on to say the content is presented as it was originally created because do, do otherwise would be the same as claiming these prejudices never existed. You know, there's that. Um, that part's got me a little a little stumped. Yeah, I think I think everything should be presented as it was originally written because censor, censorship, censorship like that yeah. is I I feel inherently wrong. You know, I don't agree with I don't really agree with bigot bigotry or, or or races or any of that stuff. But I do I do think that 
we should not tamper with those older works because it gives us a taste of the way things were in the past. And um, you always have the option of, if, if someone tells you, well, this is the way it is, don't read it. And then... Don't use it. Yeah, and they go on to say Dungeons & Dragons teaches that diversity of strength. Yes, yes it is. And we strive to make our D&D products as welcoming and inclusive as possible, as it should be. Yes. Um, and that part of our work will ever end. will never end. Bravo to that because, I, you know, the game is for everybody. Yep. Um, we've always taken the stance of we don't care what the color of your skin is, what, you know, what language you speak. Uh, where you came from, what your sexual preference is, how you identify. None of that shit matters. No, uh, what just, matters is, is that, you know, you enjoy the hobby the same as we do and you're cool to hang out with and, you know, let's roll some dice together. So TSR is saying that it's uh, what they're doing is is inherently wrong. They're using words like libel. TSR is suing Wizards of the Coast for trademark declaratory judgment of ownership. TSR will also pursue in the near future having Wizards of the Coast remove the legacy content disclaimer placed on TSR-based Dungeons and & Dragons and other products and retractions of any other libel and slander. I don't see any libel and slander there. Uh, yeah. But I'm not an attorney, so I don't know. What the hell do I know? <laughs> Which alleges racism and any other heinous beliefs are incorporated into those products. This disclaimer attempts to make a statement of fact argument and therefore paints all of the writers, editors, artists, and consumers of those products as supporting those alleged prejudices, stereotypes, bigotry, wrongfully claimed to be part of those products. Um, we, all three of us, supported every one of those products when they came out. Well, right. Every yeah. single, rapidly. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, and we consumed them in, in mass. And I still don't think that makes me uh, prejudice or, or, or a bigot any more so than the average person is, because let's face it, we all have our prejudices. Every, everybody. Yep. Um, but in, in purchasing those products, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like, um, that makes me a bigot or a racist in, in the least bit. Uh, I liked the products because they were cool and they elevated my game at the table mm -hmm. and I don't, I don't. And what you did with the material was up to you. And that's probably the most important point to make. What? Uh, it, really, I mean, if if it looks like if you thought it was wrong, then you set up your scenario to fight against those injustices. You can't have yin without yang. You can't have good without bad. You can't evil without good. So if you did perceive that and say, you know what, I don't think this is right. So I'm going to set up my game to to right these wrongs. And to serve these injustices and make sure that the the good guy is it stands up and these are taken care of because perhaps that is why they were put there in the first place. Uh, quite possibly as, because you can't have, as we said a bunch of times, you can't have drama without some kind of conflict. Conflict, absolutely. And if the conflict isn't there, then there is no drama and there is no attraction. Now. They go on to say this statement by Wizards of the Coast opens the possibility for the producers and players of these legacy products to face ridicule and face the labeling as bigots, racists, misogynists. I want to come back to misogynist yep. and worse, cyber and physical attacks. So my, the first thing I'm thinking of is, uh, well, as we said, we bought all these products. You know, there's still some sitting on your shelf behind us. There's still some at home, at my home. Yep. Lou's still got some. Yep. And a lot of our, our players that were with us during our 2.5 era, I'm sure still have their 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 books and their materials that 
But how do you know? Like, I'm, am I going to, according to this, am I going to walk out the door tonight after recording and there's going to be an angry mob with torches and pitchforks labeling me a racist because they knew somehow I read Dragon Magazine during the <laughs> 80s? Well, let, let's, let's take it one step further. If any of us were racist, would I be sitting here? Would Scott be sitting here? Would some Bill be sitting here? Would some of the other guys be sitting here? No. No. No, no we wouldn't. No. Because we're all different races. Yes. So we are not racist by far. So I don't I don't understand how that thought process works. Well, even in the heyday of the game in the 80s, my other gaming group, we were Travelers Unlimited. Yep. Uh, we went to all the games. Everything. We were a fairly sizable 14 people at one time. And we had... We had nearly every ethnic ethnic group represented in our group. And we had several women in our group as well. And we would go to the conventions like that in mass. So I look at this and I'm I just kinda of, I'm puzzled because yeah, I can I know the majority of it started with the young white middle class guys, you know, yeah. getting the books and that and, and I get that. I understand. But to say that because you had this stuff, you're a bigot and a racist. Okay, right out of the gates, no flipping way. It's a stretch. We we it, it's a stretch. It's a yes, huge stretch. We had Orientals, we had Blacks, we had Latinos, yeah. we we and, and and women in our group, and not just one, more than one, and they felt comfortable coming to our group because there were so many other people represented in our club. So. <laughs> It's Asian and African American, though. I don't know that. I don't know that. I'm an old dude. All right, so don't get mad at me because I'm using old we're, terms. Yeah, I, I we're old and we're trying to relearn the appropriate line. All of us are. It's it's just it's it's the nature of being old in changing times. It's use terminology for decades, like that, I have. Your yeah. brain don't change. Um, I'll apologize if I upset anybody or anything. It wasn't my intent, but the, uh, let's talk about misogyny, Bill, Lou, shall, shall we? <laughs> shall we? we shall. Yes. And the reason why I want to, I want to talk about misogyny is because when I, I read this, I read that TSR is, is, is coming back. I saw the logo somewhere. I'm like, what? And I said, guys, we gotta, we gotta see if we could get these TSR people on the show because I, I mean, the nostalgia factor for me was high. It was yeah. like TSR. Well, you called was, me and you were like on the edge of your seat. It's like, I was like, oh, hey, dude, get a list. I'm like, no, shit, really? I, oh, yeah. yeah, let's jump on that. I'm like, I'm six beers deep. I'm going to reach out to him because that's how I get brave enough to reach out to, <laughs> to people to ask him to to be on, on the podcast. He drunk texts. Yeah, I did. I, I uh, did that to Dave Weil, um, yep. uh, Scott Legault, Matt Fillion, all those guys that, that joined us, Huge Rod. I was <laughs> like, hey, guys. Um and then, and then Lou said, hey, did, did you see this? And he sends me this article about Lanasa running for, like, state representative or something yes. somewhere under the Republican banner, and he hired a bunch of, bunch of strippers to, like, was it, were they wrestling in Jell-O or KY Jelly Some, or something? Something, something like, like that. Yeah. So I got to say, man, misogyny was probably the worst term you could have possibly used on this because what's more misogynistic than, hey, I'm running for office. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some strippers to have a jello fight. To have a jello fight. I mean great choice. Dude. <laughs> Pot and kettles, man. <laughs> Let's I and I I talked to I talked to Ernie. I don't know him very well. Seems like a really nice guy. Really nice guy. Um I don't know what, 
what his part in this is, but he did. He seemed like a very nice guy. And I would, I would totally be down for like hanging out with Ernie and, and playing D and D with him and, and just chilling out, you know, having a couple of drinks or whatever, Yep. talking to him about what it was like in the early days with TSR. He seemed like a super nice guy, but this is, this is some crazy stuff. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what to make of it. And now I, I, I guess the, how they're funding this is like an Indiegogo or something. Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. Yep. So they're to, asking to pay for, for their court fees. Yeah. We're going to pay off their lawyers. We're going to sue them. Give us money. But they have 86 people who backed them so far. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is just our, our opinion. If, if you're, if you're, if you're backing them, we're not saying you're doing anything wrong or you're doing anything suspect or shady or, or, or whatever. Well, I by mean, no means, because that, that's your opinion. This happens to be ours. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'd be leery about that. I would look at it as money lost. Yeah. What are you trying to accomplish? Re- realistically, what are you trying to accomplish? Yes. We're trying to accomplish suing a major corporation. Um, but what are you, is there, is there more? There has it, to be is, somewhere. Is there more than just like, you know, we're social justice cr- um, crusaders and we just don't feel feel right. So we're going to stand up for these, you know, these these artists that work back during that, that time in the infancy of this this game. And we're going to, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna go after the big guy. Um forget about this strippers jello wrestling thing, fellas. Um <laughs> my question would be that those older guys who worked on the, all these older projects come to ask you for help. Yeah. If has, they didn't has has any of them yeah. re- and uh what a what what are their thoughts on it? I mean, I haven't heard any any but you know, like Tim Cask, who's an awesome guy, I loved having very him on, awesome. yeah. or any of these other guys that are that are still around that put the game together. You know, what do they what do they think about it and have they spoken up about this? I would and I'm I'm not saying this is this is the case, but as as someone who I'm not very optimistic. <laughs> and I'm always, you know, things are always suspect to me, maybe because I'm just like a bitchy old man. I don't know, but I'd be looking at that going, what are you really trying to accomplish? Have you uh, gotten yourself into a financial bind? That's and what are, it looks like. And are trying to get yourself out of it because you, you came up with something that uh, was poorly planned and um, it didn't work out well. Got to make you know, a buck somewhere. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what is the real reason you're trying to do this? Are you trying to develop some publicity? Because why, why would you sue like a major corporation? Like you, you, chances are good. You're probably not going to win because I'm sure their legal team is top notch. Big. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's more than one guy for, for, you know? for a reason. Yeah. They and this is one of them. A, a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, granted, if they did anything really wrong, and it, I just don't see how Wizards of the Coast did anything wrong. They're still publishing the material. They're not changing the material. I looked at a bunch of it. It's it's I've looked at a bunch, and I'm not going by memory because my memory's shit because I'm old. But <laughs> I I've compared their PDFs and stuff that I've I've picked up to the ones you know to the books that I still have, and it's they're not changing anything. They're just saying. Because it wasn't offensive then doesn't mean some of the stuff couldn't be construed as offensive today because the, the, the climate is different. It's a different world we live in. So naturally, they don't want to offend people. I'm, I'm sure they don't want to offend people because 
we still want to make a buck because oh, that's what businesses are it, there for. That's well, exactly yeah, yeah. what they did with um, I think Strahd's revamped. Yeah, um, they reworded some of the things so they didn't offend people, right? Because the old Strahd probably, most likely, or probably was, did. was a little, yeah, it was a little, a little offensive. And I, I think the the newer generation is a little more keen on that, and that's that's not to say that they're snowflakes or any of the other derogatory terms that are that are used. I I think it's just they're more they're more aware of social injustices than than we were when we were growing I'm up. I'm not aware of anyone else's feelings ever. Yeah, well, then what me and Lou were. Bill's a, poor, yes. Bill's a poor gauge. Yes. I'm a poor, yeah, don't use me. I, I'm always offensive, and it's not because I'm trying to be offensive. I just, it just happens. Birds, birds yeah. fly, fish swim. Bill's offensive. Bill's offensive. It's, yeah, it's just, the nature of the beast, quite literally the nature of the beast. <laughs> but this, these younger generations are more, they're more inclusive. They're, they're more aware of social injustices. They're, they're more willing to stand up and make a a comment about inequality and what's right and what's wrong, you know, and and, and bravo for, yeah, for like, doing that. They're, yeah, yeah, they're not scared. It's like not a we, oh yeah, yeah. I'll take my head like off to our generation was. It's not yeah. a bad thing for them to be this way. So, Wizard of the Coast naturally, I I imagine to continue making money, and I don't want to say it's all about money, but really with businesses, it is all about money. But yep. morally, I think you know perhaps there was someone. It was like, you know, I think I think we need to we need to make this statement because it's it's the right thing to do. You know, this isn't this isn't where the company mindset is. We want everybody to feel like they're welcome to play the game. Like the game is for everybody. Well, yeah, it's always better to get in front of a problem and show that you're working. Then get behind it. it. Yep. Yeah, and then try to fix it afterwards. Yeah. And that's exactly what uh, Wizards is doing. And bravo for them for doing that. Uh, I, I was online bouncing while you guys are talking here, and on some of the other sites. And one of them states, um, and you can, I guess you can research it now. Granted, um, I'm not so old that I believe everything I read on the internet, but according to this. But it's all true. Uh, I mean, really, everything you read on the I internet just, is fact. Uh, well, then, in I that read case. read on the internet. Oh, there you go. Well, you know, they say 93% of facts are made up. So, according to this, uh, the update as of December 11th, uh, 2021, court papers appear to be show that TSR has dismissed the case, but at the time of writing, the Indigo campaign to collect money to pay for it is still running. As of the 12th, TSR has stated they are intent to refile the case. And as of the 13th, the Wizard of the Coast is be going to begin a legal counterattack on TSR. So, so what, we'll is that, what does that tell you, Bill? Um, <laughs> if, if the Indiegogo campaign's still going, but they withdrew their case, then what really are they? Oh, but they intend to refile. They, so uh, what what they did is it's probably the wording in it isn't getting them with the traction they need. So they're going to try to reword it and then refile. Or they're saying they're going to refile because they haven't yet and no. still collect funds that come in. Right, because if they're going to refile, yeah. that means they still need to pay for the case if it goes to court. So, yeah, I can see why the Indigo would, Indiegogo would still be going because they plan on redoing the paperwork. Yeah. But... um. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like I said, and that's on one of the you know one of the links that comes up when you put in, you know, TSR suing Wizard of the Coast, and I, I will post a couple um, links into the show notes so everybody can have a, a peek at it if they choose to do so. Yeah, and uh, go to our Facebook page 
and comment on this because I'm dying to hear what you think. It, differing opinions are always good. I don't think my opinion is always right. Um, and it's that. And it, thank you, Lou, for... Mine's right. It just pisses people off. Bill, yeah. <laughs> Bill is always right. Just ask him. He'll tell you. But if you don't go to our Facebook page, yeah. go to our home our homepage and enter a comment. It'll automatically enter you to our drawing. It will. Yeah. There you let, go. Let us know what Two your thoughts for- are because this is, um, this is one of those... Those things where I'm sure people are going to be in support of it. I'm sure people are not going to be. I'm sure people are going to be on the fence. And it's really it's really important to hear all sides of it. Because this is really all about perception. It is. And a person's perception becomes their reality. Yep. And I'm a little suspicious of it, to be honest with you. Oh, I yeah. am too. Yeah. Here's my thoughts. And, and I'm interested in what you guys think. Everybody, our listeners, Bill, Lou. But... If if you're gonna if you're gonna carry the TSR logo and the TSR name, why don't you just focus on making games? Make good games that people want to play. That's what and I would have done. Crowdfund your good games when they're ready to be crowdfunded. Yes. And offer up play tests. And you know what? If if you hold a certain opinion that that differs from the the opinion that is broadly held, then then good. More power to you. You know, march march to be the different drummer and everything like that, but make some good games. How about that? That pretty much cleared up. Because that's what TSR did, was it made some good games. The old, the original TSR. The old TSR, the the original. And those are our thoughts on the TSR lawsuit against Wizards of the Coast. We'll see you next time in the dojo. That's going to conclude this episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for more great content. If you'd like to hear a particular topic, you can reach us on Facebook at the Dungeon Masters Dojo. Or you can drop us an email at the Dungeon Masters Dojo at gmail.com. Thank you and have a good day.